time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! woo is right. Welcome into the show. Yes, sirree, Bob. Yep. Let her rip, tater chip. Who's Bob? Uh, well, let's see. Who is Bob? It could be someone named Bob. It could be someone named Robert. A lot of times they shorten Robert to Bob. We know anybody named Robert? Yes, How about do. Bill? Yes, sirree, Bill. There you go. <laughs> Welcome into the show on this Wednesday. Halfway point of the week. One step closer to the continuance of postseason baseball. It's going to happen in just a few days. We'll continue to preview today. If everything goes according to plan, just a little bit later in the show today, we'll get to catch up with um, the head coach of the uh, other half of the Hattiesburg Super Regional, Mike Bianco, Ole Miss head baseball coach. Uh, if everything, again, if everything goes according to plan, we'll get to talk to him a little bit later. Enjoyed talking with Scott Berry from Southern Miss, the host team, yesterday. Y'all can be a part of the show. And the question today is, you you know, here we are in a baseball state, and and not every not every person that follows sports, and you know, particularly those from other states, understand what we're going through here and what we go through here in the state of Mississippi this time of year. Baseball is different here. College baseball is different here. The support, the interest, uh, the attendance, the games, the venues. It's just all different here, okay? And last year it was State's year. This year it's going to be either Southern Miss or Ole Miss's year, one or the other to go to Omaha. And so it's just, you know, it just raises the stakes. It really does. And so the question is, what's the greatest sports sporting event? What's the greatest game or game apostrophe S, not apostrophe, parentheses S, so it could be games you've ever attended. Because I really think, okay, to put the baseball thing in perspective and to sort of, I don't know, up the ante for Southern Miss fans listening and Ole Miss fans listening as to what you could go through. You know, if you get to Omaha, you're one of eight teams. You just never know how that thing's going to go. Sometimes you don't even have to play against the best teams once you get to Omaha, the way that tournament works. And you could be approaching what could be, for some people listening, what might be, we don't know, some of the greatest events or games that you've ever attended in person. That could be what's about to happen for some of y'all. Because I really feel like most, not all, not all, but a majority, whatever that percentage is, of Mississippi State fans, the ones who were in attendance in Omaha last year are probably going to tell you that's the greatest sports event they ever they ever attended. Now, you know, you may get some different ones. There may have been somebody who was there as a big state fan, but they were, you know, in the stands when their son won a state championship in high school. Maybe they consider that the greatest game they ever attended. But that's the question today, and I'll tell you why I'm asking. I, co- I sort of let you know, you know, there the, the overall one I'm asking, why I'm asking. 
But that's what I want to know. Some of your comments coming in already on the live stream. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, hey, do y'all feel free to just type in your comment, enter it, and it pops up here on the screen for me. We'll be able to see those. Got the text line open for you today. Also, the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. First text I got today was from Robbie, and he said, what's up, Matt? You know what time it is. He's requesting the Sonic Boom. Well, you got it. Bill, if somebody requests a sonic boom on a Wednesday, why not give it to them, right? Yeah, you give them the boom. Give them the boom. Nobody is louder in person than the JSU sonic boom. End of story. So feel free to text me like Robbie did. 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Or give me a call on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else. Right here at Divinity. The number to call, 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. Give me a shout. Love to hear your thoughts. You know when uh, the Sonic Boom participates in like the Christmas parades and stuff in downtown Jackson? Yeah. Well, they always have to bring structural engineers in afterwards to check the buildings out. (laughs) To see if they actually literally shook the rafters? Yeah. I like it. Because it's, it's loud down there in those buildings. Hey, I'm just telling you, this is not an exaggeration. This is not just a story for effect, Bill. You know, State hosted Jackson State in football in 2009, I think. Might have been yeah. the first game that Dan Mullen ever coached. It seemed like it was. And you had the sonic boom there. I know during that era, over that course of those 10 years or so that he was the coach, I think State played Jackson State twice. But anyway, I just remember they put the sonic boom – on the opposite side of the stadium from where the state band sits. And the state, the Mississippi State Band is always in the, the northeast corner of the stadium. They're always right there, which is across from the west side. It's across from us in the press box. So they put the sonic boom near us underneath the, the press box in the opposite corner of the stadium, the southwest corner. So their horns and everything while they're playing during the game were facing away from us. Now they were closer because they were southeast corner kind of underneath and to the right of the press box. But they're facing away and still they start playing. You couldn't hear yourself think. The volume level was it's just incredible. The volume it's like they, it's like they do something to the to their instruments to make them extra. <laughs> I think just blow in them harder. Yeah, it's blowing off. <laughs> That's what they do. Well, okay, and I'm about to get to some of your answers here. Uh, what's the greatest game you've ever been to? I, I, please don't accuse me of a throwaway topic, but what I did is, you know, you're you're about to approach this historical event in college baseball here in Mississippi this weekend with one Mississippi team hosting another Mississippi team in the Super, two wins away from Omaha. You get to Omaha, anything can happen. And we're coming off a year where last year state fans – 
as a fan base, we got to experience go to Omaha, win a whole thing, and have those moments in a three-game or a best-of-three against Vandy for the national championship. And I consider, as far as me attending a sports event, a game, a sporting event in person, for me, it's pretty easy because I hadn't been to a whole lot of stuff, uh, you know, outside of being a, a college football player, which took me to a lot of games, being a broadcaster, which takes me to a lot of games. But just attending a game is different when you're not playing or not working. And it's by far the greatest game or games I've attended, sporting event I've attended in person. It's at the top of my list. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. And I, I was looking at the look-back video that I made back at the beginning of baseball season. Did some interviews with Brandon Walker from Barstool, Michael Richardson from the Alumni Association, uh, Bart Gregory and Charlie Winfield you know, from the broadcasts. And um, it was, I started watching that again. It kind of strikes you again. You know, State's not going to experience that this year, but one of those fan bases is. And one of the fan bases here in the, in the state of Mississippi is going to feel like they can experience that once this next weekend is over. We just don't know which one it is yet. And so I wonder what everybody would answer. You know, I, and, and it just, I thought, well, I guarantee you there's a lot of people out here that they may be Ole Miss fans or they may be Mississippi State fans, but to them, the greatest game they ever attended was maybe a high school game. Um, there might be a, you know, a Saints fan who went to the Super Bowl when they won it that year. And then obviously that, they might say, well, that's the greatest one I've ever been to. But I just wonder what your answers might be. Kind of, it's almost like, you know, getting feedback, polling the people who listen and are the most active on this show. So here are some of the answers. Uh, Sven, he's a state fan. He's over in Germany, but he says, Hail State, everyone, and there is no doubt that was the 2014 Auburn football game, number two versus number three. That was epic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it really was, Sven, and it's interesting that you were there. 2014 now feels like a long time ago. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But, um it, yeah, okay, and in terms of attending, I was working it, and like I say, I've you know, from my through my eyeballs, it, everything looks and feels a little different when you're working it versus you know you're there, bought a ticket to be there. Uh, but that was in terms of a football game, really stands out. And if if you were there, RLD, he's a Bama fan. He said the 2018 national championship game, second and 26, baby. <laughs> and he said second would be the 2012 SEC championship game. That was also Alabama versus Georgia. So awesome. Yeah, the 2018 deal, the Tua game, the Tua throw at the end. I mean, can you imagine being an Alabama fan in attendance there? I mean, you'll never – you can go to a lot of games the rest of your life, RLD. You'll never see a moment uh, quite like that one, honestly. Uh, Sharon commented on Facebook, says, uh, Hey, Matt, let's go. Go Eagles. If it's not us, I hope it's them. So there's a chalk one up for the Southern Miss fan base this weekend. Or add one, I should say. Chuck commented on the YouTube live stream. And he said the same thing as State Fan 2014 football. Number two, Auburn. Number three, Mississippi State. And then he gave me a worst. It was also Auburn versus State when the game was, instead of ranked number three and number two, the final score was three to two. <laughs> uh, and I'll get to this one and get some more. Um, Don commented on Facebook. He said, uh, last year was my first time to Omaha, and I would definitely say that was my top games so far. And I've been to both of the last two NCAA basketball championships that Villanova has won. He's telling me that his dad went to Villanova, so they had a rooting interest. 
He said, I got to meet you, so that was a pretty awesome time in Omaha. Yeah, Don. I, I met a I got to meet a lot of folks and put names and you know with faces uh, and that kind of thing. Which was a lot of fun, uh, for sure. Robbie, you're welcome. Glad to play you some Sonic Boom. Glad to pay, play you a little bit. Uh, Bill in Madison, he texts the show on Country Pleasing Text Line. He said, Matt, FYI, Pearl River Community College won the national championship last weekend. May have already mentioned that. I don't know that I did mention it um, my, myself, but it was in Real C's text earlier in the week, Bill, to the show as he was outlining all the things that sort of prove that Mississippi really is a baseball state. And, I, and he had that in the list. And that was... Um, that was earlier this week. What's the best game, the greatest game you've ever been to? All right, uh, go to the phone line now, Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Andre on line one. What's up, Andre? How's it going, man? Doing great. The show, man. Thank you. Hey, I'm a big sports fan. I'm going to give you three games that I went to in person that I would never forget. Okay. My, my first one, I'm going to go with the New Orleans States versus Minnesota. The game in 2009, 2010 to go to the Super Bowl. Right. I don't know if that was Brett Favre's last game, but I was there for that game. And that was in the New Orleans Superdome, and I think that was Brett Favre and the Vikings. And they had – I can't even remember the specifics of that one now, but there was some play call at the towards the end of that that left everybody scratching their head and, like, why did Minnesota do it? But, of course, the Saints went on and won it all. Okay, so that's one. What's the others? My second one is Malik Newman. Last high school game at the Coliseum. You couldn't get a seat in that place. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that one, but it, you couldn't get a seat at the Coliseum. I couldn't believe that. I don't, that's pretty – I mean, like if it literally was full and you couldn't get a seat, that would have been an incredible atmosphere. What is it seat, I wonder? I bet it seats probably, what, six, 7,000 um, people? Yes, sir. I had never seen it like that in my life. Uh-huh. It was – all the way up to the top, you could move. <laughs> and probably Steve Madden, their last game against Jackson State, 1994. You could not move in that stadium. So that was in Jackson? That was in Jackson. Oh, I bet. His, his last game. I, I think bet. it was like almost 70,000. Well, it had to be, yeah. It had to be almost yeah. 70,000. And I bet there were people standing up and didn't have seats also. You know, and yes, so that was 94, and, and I, can, I, I can only imagine. Well, I'll tell you what, Andre, you have, uh, if you were there for that, for all three of those, you have been to some big-time sporting events. I'll give you that. I had been to like three or four Super Bowls. I, I went to the one in um, 2001 when the Rams played in New England, uh-huh. and nobody gave the Patriots a chance to win the game because nobody knew of Tom Brady back then. <laughs> it was all about St. Louis and Marshall Falk and uh, a dude named Adelius Williams. He was from New Orleans. And, and I can remember walking around Bourbon Street. Nobody picked New England. They're like, who is New England? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, how about that? I can just. I have been to a lot of big time games. I can remember the uh, the game down in New Orleans when Syracuse played Kansas with Carmelo Anthony. Right. With, 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 with Syracuse, uh-huh. that was a great game. And you attended that also so, in New Orleans. Wow. Yeah, you've yeah. been to a bunch. New Orleans. 
you know, but none of the like all of those are awesome, and the Super Bowls are awesome, obviously on a, on a grand scale. But just for me personally, to think that you were one of the people there for Steve McNair's last game at Alcorn, playing against Jackson State, and it was in, uh, you know, Vet- Veterans Memorial Stadium in Jackson. Knowing too, again, I was I wasn't living in the state of Mississippi at that time. I was still a high school kid in Alabama. But I've told this story before, Andre. How, you know. Steve McNair was a national phenomenon. He was yes, sir. That was during a time when you're talking about '94. What he was doing, that was a time where everybody watched Sports Center on ESPN every morning to see highlights. That's what we watched. There was no internet. There was no Twitter. Everybody watched Sports Center. So, you know, they would show you these highlights of this guy playing at a school called Alcorn State, and they. In, in Michael Jordan's heyday, they're giving him the nickname Air McNair, and you know, a la Air Jordan. And everybody in the country who was a sports fan coast to coast knew who Steve McNair was at Little Old Alcorn State. It was an incredible deal. So, I, I you know, it's, it's pretty incredible to think that you were at his last game with those other 75,000 people. Oh, oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I have been to a lot of sporting events. I can just name them out. And uh, <laughs> I think somebody already said the Auburn and uh, Mississippi State game. Yeah. That was a hype game before the game started. Yes, I think was. Auburn was like number two. And, uh, you know, Mississippi have – we got a lot, of, a lot of rich history that people don't, don't really give us credit for. Yeah. So I get into it all the time with people about just Mississippi, <laughs> you know. Sure. So think about this for a second, Matt White. I'm going to let you go. All right. All this college football that goes on today, who was the first guy to run in pads for 1,000 yards? He came out of Mississippi. And who was that? That was Reggie Collier down there at Southern Miss. <laughs> oh, yeah, run and pass. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's right. The first, yeah. yep, the first 1,000 and 1,000 guy, Reggie Collier, yes, Southern sir. Miss. That's right. That's right. So and, I, I get into it with people all the time about sports when they say Mississippi don't have the history. I say you need to go look again. <laughs> yeah, set them set them straight when you can, Andre. You're doing the Lord's work, man. And I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. How about that? So he's been to Super Bowls. He was at Steve McNair's last college game, Malik Newman's last high school game in the Coliseum. You couldn't you couldn't find a seat. That's pretty cool. Uh, Josh on Facebook said. The 2009 Mississippi Junior College State Championship, East Mississippi 75, Mississippi Gulf Coast 71. Wait a minute, you talking football? <laughs> Josh, are we talking football? It looks like a basketball score. Uh, John on Facebook mentioned he was there for the 6-3 to three game in uh, Jackson. Mississippi State beat Alabama in 1980. Beat number one Alabama 6-3. Uh, to three. And the joke about that one, John, over the years is People will go, yeah, I don't know if you knew, but because of that game, the 6-3 game, the the Mississippi, uh, I'm sorry, the Veterans Memorial Stadium seated 200,000 people apparently because that's how many people say they were there. <laughs> everybody, the joke is that everybody claims to uh, have have been there. All right, lots of text. We're going to get to all of them. We've got plenty of time here uh, before we get into some interviews and other stuff. We've got the countdown of 90 teams in 90 days. Today is 87. We're 87 days away from the start of college football. 
Let's hit the phone line again, though. Divinity Equipment phone. Wayne on line two. What's up, Wayne? Man, ain't much. But I used to, about three games that I, re, I got, remember, back in 1977, I think it was, the NSU and Kentucky played down there at the NSU. And, and we just went down there and just got in on student tickets somewhere. Okay. And then and NSU beat Kentucky down there. They had Jack Gibbons, and I don't forget who all else they had. That was a heck of a game. And then I can't remember the date when Southern stayed up there. Uh, Stadium, Memorial Stadium is Southern beat them six to three. <laughs> I mean, that was just a you know they had that Gerald Bates. He weighed two hundred twenty-five pounds. His face just blocking. Yeah. Enough, and had a gun to shoot him or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't block I him. You might as well shoot him, huh? Is that right? <laughs> I mean, I'm practicing. Oh, in your car, you drive back. He dropped back. Down about the two yard line, they had a little two hundred something pound defensive end. He hit him. I thought I thought you done shot him. He got up, took that two steps, and fell down. Oh. He cut that ball loose and old, and old Don Horn. He caught it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a few under, had something under my belt, but I jumped up, thought I was gonna catch it. I mean, he hit her, he hit him right in the hand, about the thirty yard line. In the time Ole Miss and Southern played, four mm. K was playing this and uh, Southern had a guy called Two Tall Tillman. He wasn't very big and he 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 sacked him three times in a row. And his name was Too Tall. <laughs> like Too Tall Jones. Wayne, I appreciate the memories, man. Sorry that the the music's cutting you off there, but uh, I appreciate the memories. My dad's talks about seeing Reggie Collier throw a pass. It went incomplete against Alabama at Legion Field on the old AstroTurf in Birmingham. Said, but he threw it so hard that the ball rolled about 100 yards. Watched it go from one end of the field to the other. (laughs) Y'all stick around. Whether it's about winning the game or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Let's do it. What's the greatest game you ever attended in person? There's something different about being there in person. There just is. I mean, I got a lot of memories of games I watched on TV, but nothing like being there in person. Uh, Keith on Facebook said he was at the Auburn Ole Miss game in 92. Cassius Ware ran one back 99 yards on a turnover. Stan White was the quarterback for Auburn. Russ Shows the quarter uh, the quarterback for Ole Miss. Matt Luke was the center. 42-21 Ole Miss. Heck of a ball game. Heck of a ball game. 92. That's going way back. Will point his uh, favorite on Facebook was the Bo Wallace fumble in the end zone, and then the 06 Delta State versus UNA semifinal game. And the, that would be in the Division Two playoffs. How about that? How about that? Okay. Uh, what did I miss? All right. Let me get caught up here. This is Jackson Mailman, Country Pleasing Text Line. He says, the most fun game I was in attendance for was the Saints 51, Giants 49 game in the Dome. I was there. You were there? I was there. Yeah. 
You couldn't you couldn't leave for a second because the defenses were so bad. <laughs> Hundred points. They set a record. Set a record. Fifty one forty nine in the dome. Yep. Jackson Mailman said you couldn't take a snack or bathroom break because no, you'd miss you three scores. You'd miss something. Yeah. So like, what year are we talking about there? Uh, was it two thousand fifteen? Okay, so it was just a few years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. All though. right. How about this? White Denzel uh, with a different uh, sport altogether. The best event I've ever been to. Round four of the 1999 U.S. Open at Pinehurst, number two, was on 18 when the winner, Payne Stewart, gave that iconic pose. And that was, I guess, a year before his death in that tragic airplane accident. Payne Stewart, who wore the knee-high knickers, right? Kind of old school. Remembered for that. Thanks, Denzel. Uh, Unnamed texture. Says, best games I've been to were the final two in Omaha last year. Not only did my son and I see the Bulldogs win a national championship, got to meet Matt Wyatt. Who? Okay. I assure you that was my pleasure. Get to meet y'all. Got to meet a lot of people out there. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, how about this? Kenny Don't Call Me Ken says the greatest he's ever been to, the 1981 San Jose Mile Flat Track Motorcycle Race. <laughs> I love it. I wouldn't know up from down, but I love it. Uh, Scott texted, said, my favorite is a game that not all of your audience will remember. It was when Ole Miss beat Tennessee 38 to nothing. The Hee Haw Kiner game. Scott, help me out with a year right there. Like what what year would we be talking about there? They beat Tennessee 38 to nothing called the Hee Haw Kiner game. I want to know more about that. Unnamed texture. Here we go. How about this? He says, I've been to all kinds of college and professional games, but the 1983 Mendenhall versus McGee High School football game in Mendenhall is the best game I've ever been to. It was nothing to nothing at the end of regulation, and Mendenhall won 20-17 to in three overtimes, went on to go 13-1, and and win the first state championship in Simpson County. Head coach for Mendenhall, Tommy Lucas. How about that? And Coach Lucas, I think, was a, wasn't he a Mendenhall native? Of course, played on the offensive line on some of those early 1960s teams at Ole Miss and then became a coach. So he obviously coached there. I know he was at Houston High School for a little while. Then he was for a long time the head coach at Starkville High School. Then in the late 90s, he came over to Alabama. He was my head coach my senior year at Prattville High School in Alabama. That was his first year over there. And he died in the late 90s. And Miss Gloria, you know, is uh, still in McGee, and she's doing well. Thanks for that memory. Unnamed texture. Best game uh, a freshman year at State, MSU 6, Bama 3. <laughs> the 6-3 the to three game is like the top of anybody's list who was around back then, it seems like, uh, for sure. Uh, MSU 1980 says, Matt, unfortunately, I could not get away from work to go to Omaha last year, but getting to be at that 2014 Mississippi State-Auburn game was priceless. I stayed in the stadium for 30 minutes after the game and just took in the atmosphere and experience. It was incredible, yeah. I mean, in terms of a Mississippi State football experience, there's really nothing quite like that. Woodrow says, uh, in the game – where some Raiders players went into the stands and fought some Broncos fans who were throwing snowballs. (laughs) He says, I was in the South Stands in the old Mile High Stadium. That was a rowdy crowd. 
And it was so loud you couldn't hear anything. I couldn't talk for two days after that. It was on Monday night football. I don't remember that. That's pretty cool. Let's see. Uh, Phantom of the Popra says, I'll never forget. Eli's last game versus LSU. USM versus TCU 03 upset. That was an incredible football game. I remember watching that one. Ole Miss beating Alabama in Oxford. Treadwell having his leg broken at the goal line against Auburn. And then Southern Miss baseball this past weekend. Apparently he was there for all of those. Can you believe that? He was in attendance for all of those. Coming to the phones in a second, but real quick. Uh, possum in a gum bush says, uh, let me see here. He said, Matt, uh, there was a Sports Illustrated cover in 93 of McNair that read, hand him the Heisman, and he dang sure deserved it. And he says he would have been like Cam, insert him in an SEC program, and it's over. Yeah, especially, but you think about it, the thing was, in in mid-90s, even late-90s, you didn't have anybody using the mobility of quarterbacks hardly. Like everybody was trying to be like the NFL and find the big tall, you know, feeding concrete pocket passer for the most part. There 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 were certainly no offenses that were zone read stuff. Those didn't come around for another at least 10 years later. And you know, we've we've said that about a guy like Omar Connor who, you know, he was in the early 2000s at State, but had he been just five years younger with his talent and ability, can you imagine him playing in a, a zone-read, dual-threat offense like under Mullen in those spread offenses where you're doing the zone-read stuff and throwing the ball off of it? He would have been incredible. He was just he was born a little too early. Yeah. All right, uh, over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone, Divinity Equipment Madison and in Jackson. Joey on line one. What's up, Joey? Hey, Matt, I may have to break back my old name that I used with Yubi, Wally the Wildcat. The picture this, 2008, South Panola, 89-0. 89-0. The Wildcats come in and would have kicked the, the winning extra point, and they missed it. Salpanola goes down and scores and returns the favor by missing the extra point. Mm-hmm. The game goes to overtime, and Jacoby Eason tackles, uh, I forget the Salpanola kid's name now, but he tackled him. It was fourth and forever. It, it was it was fourth and, and Highway 80 at that point. Um, and, uh, and so, anyway... That, that shuts that down, and they go on and in that streak. As you know, Tyler Russell and Chris Smith came to state. You may have been on the call for that game. Too. I think I, I did. I, I think I was calling I was, that game. I was, in the, I was in the stands. And then the greatest part of it, at the time, little dude starts for almost at the top of Veterans Memorial. And I think he's it's, – it's 2022, and I think he's still out of breath, Matt. <laughs> Starts walking down those stairs saying, you're going home champions about a hundred times. That's a cool moment to see a kid that happy. You know? I mean, he, he and, and i tell you what, it was, it was negative 87 degrees out. There. Yes, it was. Um, it didn't, it didn't, it was actually so cold. It was probably, as we say in Mississippi, it's one of those times where it was too cold to snow. Um, 
And so, but that was an incredible football game. And I told people that if Sal Panola did not lose that night, that they might go on and break that record from uh, where Maurice Jones drew went to high school in uh, California. You know, he he did not lose a football game from 7th to 12th grade. They won 153 in a row out there. Yeah. and I said, Salpanola might have done that. And, you know, after they lost to Meridian and the streak was over, they kind of scheduled some games they maybe wouldn't have. Um, so we saw history made and history broken, too, in that game. So. I'm pretty sure that was Tyler Russell. And, by the way, uh, that was the Tyler 18th Russell, championship for the Meridian Wildcats. 18th, okay. And and I think it was Tyler Russell and the court for Meridian was a quarterback, and the quarterback for Salpanola, I think, was Renfro. Is it David Renfro was his name? Yeah, I, believe, I believe so. And he, he did get hurt. He was limping down the field. There's no doubt about it. That 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 Meridian High defense was very opportunistic and they did they, they had a lot of talent that went on to play JUCO and D one and stuff. And obviously they didn't have to be that good when you're on a team that outscored its opponents four hundred forty two. To 48 in the regular season. <laughs> they didn't have to be good. So they were, I mean, they just, they beat Salpanola for the South State Championship 28 to nothing. Um, you know, Larry Weems has done this twice in the state of Mississippi. His defense, now he wasn't the defensive coordinator in that one, but when he was, he has done this twice. His teams twice, his defense has scored more points than they gave them. How about that? Just incredible. Yeah, he's a legend, no doubt about it. Joey, thanks for your call, man. Good to hear from you. Meridian. That might be the coldest game I've ever been to when they beat South Panola. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. The wait is finally over. Yes, we're back to the Matt Wyatt Show with all the hottest topics of the day that you love. Back with you. It's the greatest game you've ever been to. It's always a fun conversation. Uh, Josh commenting on the live stream on YouTube said the best game he attended, 2010 Cam Newton over State. And then he sent good vibes. He's an Auburn fan. Uh, Josh, it's interesting. I was just talking yesterday about Cam Newton and the Auburn season in 2010 with a guy here in my hometown who I, I met, and we get to talking, and, and I'd been around him. We hadn't ever had a chance to really converse, but this guy's an Auburn grad. He's a little bit older than me, and but has you know diehard Auburn fan, and so he was actually living. This this Auburn fan was living in Birmingham during that time. And remembered what he said about me was he said, "Hey, I remember you were always on these these uh, Birmingham radio shows when all the Cam Newton stuff was going on." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, they used to call an interview. They want a Mississippi State perspective on all of it." And then you know, back then it was against the rules. So how do you politely say, "Yeah, look, they're going to pay him a lot of money, and states not, <laughs> you know, or not won't as much." And so he's going to Auburn. You know, how do you say that? You hate to turn down every interview, but anyway, we we joked about that, and 
there were three things that that came up in that conversation with the Auburn fan yesterday, and, and one was Cam Newton, and I that that I wasn't there, but that Cam Newton Iron Bowl where they're down three touchdowns, Bama's just dominating Auburn in the first half of that game, and they scored what was it twenty four to nothing or twenty one nothing, and Alabama scored. They were I think they were down like twenty four to seven at halftime. And but that late first half touchdown, and then they just dominated the second half in Tuscaloosa to come from behind and win a game like that, which just didn't happen against the Nick Saban Alabama team in Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. Never seen anything, and still to this day, you know, you wipe away anything you think about Cam Newton personally or NFL stuff or whatever. Never seen anything. Never seen anybody do what he did in one year of college football at the top level and just be that dominant. Really, uh, it, it was incredible. And the other thing, he re, he was at the the guy I talked to yesterday attended the 1982 Iron Bowl in Birmingham. He was living in Birmingham at the time uh, in at Legion Field, the bow over the top game. Remember, it was like fourth and goal at the one, and Auburn's behind. They give it to Bo, and he goes over the top, and they win the game 23-22. He was there for that, and he was also there in 85 for the Iron Bowl, Alabama-Auburn in Legion Field, when Van Tiffen hit the kick at the end of the game. and I think that was a 25-23 win for Alabama a few years later. He was telling me about being there for all of those, which I thought was uh, really neat stuff. So thanks for weighing in. Uh, let's see here. Texter on the country, please. And text line says, 11-year-old Breck's first college football game was the 1998 Arkansas versus Mississippi State game to clinch a share of the SEC West. He says, we went on the field after the game and bumped into Jeff Walker, the punter, and he signed my football. <laughs> that is a pretty neat memory right there. See, if you were 11 then, I could add it up. You were... You're getting on up there now. <laughs> but you were 11 years old then. Pretty pretty good stuff. Um, Robbie? Oh, wow. Robbie attended the Bulls jazz game in Utah when Jordan Michael Jordan hits a winning shot. Man. I'll go ahead and be jealous of that one. I would love to have been able to see that. Uh, Mason likes the topic, and he said on the text line, that he had the opportunity to watch Al Jefferson and Prentice High School play Choctaw in a playoff game back around 2006. He says you couldn't have fit one more person in that gym. Clay from Brandon is a Packers fan. Says uh, he and his son got to attend the NFC Division Round playoff game in 2011 when the Packers beat the Falcons in Atlanta and then went on to win the Super Bowl. Very, very cool. I have yet to attend a Chiefs game with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. I went to one when Alex Smith was a QB. They were playing Atlanta, and that was the day after the SEC championship game in 2019. Got to go to that, but I, I need to go see one in person. Just make It's about making the effort and spending the money now, right? <laughs> That's about what it is. Let's hit the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone, Divinity Equipment Madison and in Jackson. Louvier on line one. What's up, Louvier? Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. I've been through a few. Uh, I've played pretty big games. New Orleans Jazz basketball games, and none of them were big games for 
played, and that was always fun. And we went to a lot of them. The school kids got in for two dollars. But I was at the LSU at Auburn game when LSU made the field goal at the end of the game to win that game. That was fun. I was at Tuscaloosa when Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers with starting left tackle Steve Charles beat the Alabama. Hey, 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 Louvier, it keeps going in and out. I don't, yeah. we keep missing a word or two here and there. You said, okay, so it was the game when LSU, of course, local kid Sadiq Charles was playing for LSU and they beat Alabama. Um, but, right. but it, it stopped right yeah. about there. I, I was at the Auburn, well, I was at the Auburn game, uh, the year before that. And my, my son is friends with Sadiq, and so we were on the friends and family ticket, which is the best ticket. New Orleans Saints NFC Championship game when they uh, they ended Brett Favre's career. That was a fun game. I was at the uh, Saints playoff game when they ended uh, Kurt Warner's career. That was a very good game. And years before that, I was at the very first Saints playoff win against the Rams when Hakeem dropped the ball and we covered up the punt. And that was extraordinarily exciting for a young Saints fan like myself and my friends and whooping out and partied what I thought all night long. I mean all night long. I woke up at my buddy's apartment on his sofa and his wife was enjoying her coffee and she looked at me and asked me a couple of how was your night to have which time do you think you came home? Hey, Louvier, I think we've lost you. I, no. I, I can't quite hear enough of what you were saying there in that story. Um, yeah. Call me back and see if we get a better signal. Let's try that. Um, and, and But it was – I think it was – I think I got the game, but I was missing out on the story. I'm really he sorry. He needs to quit calling us from the bayou. <laughs> he must be – he's down there in Delacroix somewhere. Yeah, somewhere out on the bayou. Probably, yeah. Getting crawfish. Nearly in the ocean. This <laughs> is where he probably is. Thanks for the call, Louvier. Uh, Patches texted. He was at the 1977 Ole Miss-Notre Dame game. Joe Montana's only lost that year. Um, Scott was at the 1968 or 69. Um, oh, oh, the one. Okay. When uh, the Hee Haw Kiner game, when Ole Miss beat Tennessee 38 to nothing, he said it was either 68 or 69. Archie was a junior that year. He was there for that. How about this? Um, Flowood Reb. Oh, well, it's he says, okay, so it was 69. He Flowood Reb wasn't there, but he's confirming it was 69, which was uh, Archie's uh, junior year. Uh, Rebel Tiger Dog. He says, last year's Super Regional, best baseball game, tight game, 15,000 people. So he's going with that one. He was there for that last year in terms of you know, the best one he attended. How about this one? Here's a game you'll remember. Mailman David, the 2008 Ole Miss versus Florida game in the Swamp. Ole Miss stuffed Tebow at the goal line, gave Florida their only loss that year. They won the national championship. Remember, that's the game that Tebow cried after it. Remember Greg Hardy had a big game defensively? Yep. Uh, Mr. King was there for Monte Ellis and Lanier. Uh, beating a ranked team from Georgia in the big house in an overtime thriller 
and Ellis had like 46 points in that game. Uh, let's see. Real unnamed texter says he was at the NFC Championship game, Saints-Rams. Still can't believe that pass interference wasn't called. I mean, what I would be curious, I wasn't there, and these are stories I haven't heard, real unnamed texter, but familiar with that game. They blow the call. Can't believe they don't call pass interference on the Rams. It basically sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. If they make the right call, Breeze and the Saints are going to score, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's that big of a deal, and they blew it. Hate to bring it back up, but you were there, and I wonder what it was like with Saints fans leaving the stadium that day. It had to be kind of volatile, to say the least. <clears throat> I don't think you wanted to be wearing stripes that day. i tell you. Like looking like a referee. I guarantee you there's some mad people, for sure. Uh, Bob on Facebook said, The Titans uh, beat the Bills Music City Miracle. Bob was there for that? You were there for the Music City Miracle? And the other, he was there in 98 when State beat Arkansas to win the West. He was there in 91 when State men's basketball team beat LSU to win the SEC title. He was there for the 97 NCAA Baseball Regional. He's listing a bunch of things. Y'all go read Bob's comment over there on Facebook. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah, and again, the whole point being, we don't know how it's going to play out. For me, in terms of not playing in a game or being involved, the greatest game or games I've been to were last year's College World Series for State. It, it was just incredible. And, hey, you never know. It may be Southern Miss fans. It might be Ole Miss fans. Knocking out a memory like that this year. We'll see. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up in the Bureau. Stick around.